Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Just slip a sable under the tree for me Been an awful good girl, Santa baby Okay, welcome in. Sports Radio, WEEI. It's Christian Arcan. It is Mark Dondero. It is the day before the day before Christmas. And uh, Justin Turpin back there getting us started with some uh, high-octane Christmas music. I know, I could have used a better choice. No, I think that's perfect, yes. Uh, the horny housewife uh, wants Santa down the chimney song. That's what everybody wants to hear. Yep. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, housewives, tough night for Zach Wilson. <laughs> we'll get to him in just a minute. Uh, as that was a, a nice little Christmas uh, present, amuse bouche, if you will, uh, for Patriots fans everywhere. Where you know things are bad, but at least you're not the Jets. You know, we're we're at that point in the in the season, I think, where you know things aren't going well. No one's no one's really happy with the state of the Patriots. But we could all watch that Jets game last night and go, oh, at least we're not them. At least our quarterback's not that guy. At least we don't suck that much, right? I mean, at least, that was something. One, you know what? Patriots fans enjoy it because you're not going to get a lot more of these good moments here over the holidays. I don't think the Patriots are going to ruin Christmas. I'm really, I'm like, I, mean, I hate to put it that way, but they're going to ruin these holidays. New Year's, Christmas, it's all come crashing down. Like that's that's what we're prepared for. So I hope everyone enjoyed that Jets game last night. I know I did, and that's probably going to be the last thing we enjoy football wise until 2020. 23 at the very least. Christian, good to be with you. <laughs> good to be with Merry you, Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> My opening statement. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit more positive, okay? More I, positive than I, that? I don't know. I'm going to just tell you, you what I see, okay, <laughs> in terms of the New England Patriots going forward and seeing what we have in front of us here yes. in the next three games. You want the Patriots in the playoffs? Fine. They are in the playoffs beginning tomorrow. They are in the playoffs because the playoffs begin today for them because if you lose a game, you're out if they... I mean, if they still control their own destiny. If they win all their games, They're I think they get in the playoffs. So yep. the playoffs begin tomorrow. So you can look at it that way. Now, that's the end of the positivity because I have a lot of negativity associated with my comments today. <laughs> I don't feel great about the team. I don't feel great about the entire situation. But it starts first and foremost, and this will be my opening statement here, just to say, and just so we're all on the same page, it's good to be back with you, JT. This begins and ends right now. With Bill Belichick. And I, there's no other way to say it. I hate it because I love Bill Belichick. You know, I love Bill Belichick. But this is where we are. And this is why the Patriots have descended to where they are. Bill Belichick, since Tom Brady left, but especially this year, 
hasn't gotten it done. And one more thing. You brought up the Jets game? Yes. The the worst part, I guess, for the Patriots, if you want to look at it this way, at least the Jets, at least the Jets have always sucked. Zach Wilson has pretty much always sucked. I He's know he had a little flash. Whatever. Years, he sucked. Last year, the Patriots and Mac Jones didn't suck. It's true. Now they suck. I mean, like, they're not good now. So that's even more frustrating when you take that view, especially that was one of my thoughts watching that game last night and seeing how it played out. But, yeah, that was a disaster. The, I mean, the Jets make you want to throw up. The weather was tough. I get it, but that's a bad performance. And Zach Wilson's done in New York. Yeah, I think he's all done. And when you put up Jamarcus Russell-type numbers, that's you know that's something that's going to happen. Um, I saw a lot of Patriots fans doing questionable behavior last night. I understand it's one of the few things that we can still get any joy out of in the football season here. But Patriots fans, you got to watch yourself, okay? you got to watch yourself going, oh, Bill Belichick ruined Zach Wilson. Yeah, he might have also ruined his own quarterback, okay? He might have ruined two quarterbacks this year. Mac Jones doesn't really look that much better than Zach Wilson to me. i got to be honest with you. And when everybody's crapping on Zach Wilson, was he bad last night? Sure he was. Sure he was. It was bad weather, right? I mean, it was not good conditions out there. Sure. His numbers weren't that much worse than Mac Jones's numbers in a dome in Las Vegas against a substantially worse defense. So I understand Patriots fan, we're happy. The Jets lost. That's good. It's never good to see them win. I'm with you there. But don't get carried away. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, don't get carried away with how bad they are and how bad that quarterback is. You're right, though, Don Darrow. There's a big difference between Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, and that difference is last year. Last year, Jones showed that he could be an NFL quarterback. Zach Wilson's never showed that. But right now, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson are a lot closer, I think, than Patriots fans want to admit right now today. It's a, it's a shame, but that's the reality. And in terms of, look, the Patriots have an opportunity but it's just, does anybody believe they're going to be able to capitalize on it because of what they have to overcome to do that? The Bengals, meanwhile, they're playing the best football, arguably, they've played all year. Yep. You've got so many different layers to the Patriots' I don't want to say dysfunction, but struggles right now because it's the on-field struggles. It's, is there an issue in the locker room? or people kind of taking sides here? Mac Jones's outburst, Mac Jones's feelings, the emotions associated with his on-field demeanor in his play, I don't know where you want to start. It's just I don't know where you find a path. We talked about this two weeks ago before the Arizona game. I, I don't right. know where yeah. the path. Our little crossover. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know where the path <laughs> is. Um, and I don't. I, I think at this point it becomes, okay, how do you be as productive as possible going down the regular season, the end of the regular season here, into the offseason? I don't see. There is no reason to think they're going to be able to turn it around and find a way to Make the playoffs after what I've seen and after that loss yeah. the other night. Yeah. That uh the the playoff push is still something that I think is a pipe dream at best. Uh but I saw some things in that game last night that I can't shake. Uh the Wilson Mac Jones thing is certainly one of them. The other quarterback in that game last night. Talk about a turnaround. Talk about a kid who last year was in a really bad situation with a bad coach and just, you know, nothing going right, and the offense was a mess, and he didn't have anyone to throw to, and it was just, it was bad. It was bad for Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville last year. One of the worst situations I think a rookie quarterback's ever been put into. Honestly, like, the way that he was running that uh, that team was ridiculous. And, and Lawrence was such a blue-chip prospect that you saw him, you saw him really sort of flame out in that first year. They've given him a coach. They've given him wide receivers to throw to. The defense is getting better on that other side. And 
I can't help but watch Trevor Lawrence out there, and they're not a great team or anything, and they're not making the playoffs either. But I watch Trevor Lawrence out there running an offense. I, I see him out there scoring points against a good Jets defense in bad weather, which isn't easy to do. And I just think, man, it's like they've done the exact opposite to Mac Jones. You know, Mac Jones had, well, maybe not great guys to throw to, but he certainly had good coaches. And one, they all left, and now they replace them with guys who don't really know what they're doing. I don't know if it's the same as what you know Lawrence was dealing with in Jacksonville, but it doesn't seem that different to me. Well, and it's was, like they went in reverse. It was unbelievable dysfunction yeah. with Urban Meyer. But I'm looking at the website earlier. It was a yesterday or today. What is with this chair? It's three okay. times. Be I've, okay. been in, I've been on the air for eight minutes, and I broke this chair three times. Don't knock over the ball. I'm that. having a real problem with this chair today. You'll be all right. <laughs> Go ahead, the, um <laughs> It was real dysfunction mm-hmm. with Urban Meyer. And I'm looking at the website last night, and I can't believe what I'm saying, but I'm I'm looking at it, and it's like, boy, I wish the Patriots had Jim Bob Cooter or whoever that is. <laughs> He's like the like, I do too, but because I like that name. Okay, it's a good name. But I'm <laughs> just like, name. part of this, I think with the Patriots too, and it's something I just alluded to, is about the culture. And, and this can also be ascribed to Mac Jones and, and the way he's handled himself and some of those emotional demonstrative outbursts. What is the culture like at the Patriots facility right now? I'm willing to guess it's not that good. It seems like in Jacksonville they changed it up a little bit and they gave Trevor Lawrence a chance not only to you know uh, run an offense instead of just calling plays, right. which a lot of people are saying uh, Matt Patricia is just calling plays instead of coordinating an offense. Great. But it looks like they're doing more of He's that. He's not it's doing like a good job of that NFL either. situation <laughs> in Jacksonville offensively. The kid obviously has talent, and it's just I cannot get over. It's just demoralizing the regression. I never thought we'd see a regression. I didn't think that the coaching staff would be dynamic necessarily. I never thought it would be this bad. I never thought we'd see a regression. All of those things have happened, and now they're on the precipice of losing possibly their last four games to end this year. I don't know where you're going to start in terms of changes. Some changes have to be made, and they're going to be changes that we've never seen before. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about firings necessarily, but I'm just saying it's either going to be Bill Belichick making moves that we haven't seen him make or Robert Kraft getting involved to a level that we've never really seen in the last 20 years. Something's got to happen because what I'm looking at right now is disgusting, and I need to be jolly this time of year and yeah. not feel this negative. I'm with you. Mac Jones watching that game. Had to have been looking at both of those quarterbacks and thinking, I should be that guy with the hair. You know, that should be me. I should be in my second year coming into my own yep. and flourishing here in the NFL and challenging Buffalo and, you know, right in the mix there with Tua and Allen and the rest of these guys who, you know, are pro by Tua got snubbed. But, you know, these guys are all pro bowlers, probably going to be all pros. Uh, and, uh, and there's Mac Jones struggling to get to 120 yards against Vegas, you know, in a must-win game. Can I ask you a quick question? Absolutely. Just real quick. Sure. What do you think is more important, or if they could go out and change one thing this offseason, what would you rather see? A bona fide number one ace weapon or a real offensive coordinator coach for Jones? A real offensive coordinator coach for Jones. I agree. I would love to have a great wide receiver, but I also feel like if you bring that in and have Matt Patricia call up the plays for him, then what the hell's the point? <laughs> like, really, right. what what's the difference? If you bring in Justin Jefferson and have uh, Patricia writing, uh, drawing up his plays, you might as well just, you know, leave him in the garage, right? Like, there's no point. There's no point in doing that, I don't think. So I think you have to start building or rebuilding the offense uh, into something Mac Jones can can get with because right now it's, uh, it's just so dysfunctional. And you're about to go up against the team, as you said, and we'll talk about about this uh, Bengals matchup some more today. A team that's really hitting their stride at the end of the year. 
and uh, making a push to show that they weren't a fluke in the in the Super Bowl last year. And that's who you got next. And they got guys playing with broken wrists, like they get. You know, they're taking this very seriously. They're not overlooking you. And I think that that's probably the Patriots' best chance of winning any of these games is hoping that the Dolphins say, ah, Patriots stink. Well, we don't need to, or that the Bills already have their uh, their spot locked in for the playoffs, right? So they don't have to play their starters. Like, that's the way you're probably realistically going to win any of these games, I think. And uh, that's just a tough spot to be in. It is. And uh, not to mention the quarterback controversy, a lot of other topics that we're going to get to here in this next segment. We have uh, more audio from more ex-players and some guys who were talking earlier today on the air and uh, yesterday with um, Midday Show. Uh, Gresham Hart yesterday, uh, Hart and Fitzy today. Uh, some great stuff from those guys. Giardi was on. He dropped a big bomb about uh, what might happen with the starting quarterbacks coming up here. So we'll get to all of that with your phone call. 617-779-7937. That is the phone number. It's Arcan. It's Don Darrow. We're off and running here on Christmas Eve Eve. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Bill, is the, is the plan to stick with Mac here, a quarterback to the final three weeks? <clears throat> uh, let's try to be Cincinnati. Sports 
Sports Radio, WEEI. It's Christian Arkin. It's Mark Dondero. I cannot hear the song without thinking of uh, Dwight and Nate and Creed air violining in the office. You know what I'm talking about? No. C- come on. It's the best use of this song maybe in uh, modern media. I- I'm glad you said that, though, because I was thinking to myself. No, that's right. I'm glad you said that, though, because I'm thinking to myself, like, when else would this, lo- this song really be applicable? Because it's such a, it's almost like a pump-up song. Yeah. What do I need to get pumped it's up like for? like heavy for metal Christmas, right. yeah. Put on your Christmas sweater, drink some eggnog, get fired up. Yeah. I don't need that. Trans-Siberian I, yeah. Orchestra. Okay. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta check that out. I gotta check out that clip. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it, it, it rocks pretty hard. Okay. <laughs> 617-779-7937. That is your phone number. We got uh, lots to get through here this segment, and you just heard Bill Belichick. That was a big, big soundbite this week uh, talking about who the starter's going to be. And he didn't commit like he did with Cam Newton three years ago when he said Cam's our quarterback. That's what's happening. Um, he said it over and over again. This time, he said, well, what about Mac uh, being the starter? Have you decided who the starter's going to be? Well, it was the plan for him to be the starter. The plan is to try and beat Cincinnati, which, to me, and Tommy Curran tried to put a big wet blanket on this for me yesterday, but to me, I hear that, and I think that, well, that implies that Mac Jones being the starter may not be the best way to beat Cincinnati, in his mind. And I don't think that that's such a crazy thing. Um, Bailey Zappi, at the very least, Maybe he's not any more talented than Mac Jones. Maybe he can't uh, <clears throat> make all the throws that Mac Jones can make, although I say that now and I can barely get it out of my mouth without laughing a little bit. Like, what Jones, what throws is he making right now? Right. But maybe Zappi's just not the quarterback Mac Jones is. Fine, maybe he's not. You know, he didn't go to Alabama. Okay, I get it. But you know what he is? He's a guy who's not going to MF the coaches. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tell Patricia, get out of my face. And uh, when Bill Belichick tells him to do something, he's going to say, yes, sir. And then he'll say, no, sir. And then he'll say, whatever you want, sir. I'll do anything you want. I will I literally just want to play. And that's a big difference and also something that matters to Bill Belichick. And I feel like that's, some, that's what people are ignoring. Belichick likes people who kiss his ass. Cam Newton kissed his ass. What did he say? Cam's our quarterback. I don't know if that's exactly the correlation, but it's something that you couldn't help but notice. Um, and earlier today, Mike Giardi was on with Fitzy and Hart. And listen to this bombshell he just dropped. This week hasn't been status quo in Foxborough. The first 48 hours after that Vegas game, um, there were a lot of conversations about everything um, from play calling, play design, personnel. Um, I think if you look at the situation, I don't – they haven't shown that they're married to Mac. Stop right there. Stop right there. Haven't shown that they're married to Mac. Okay, that's a pretty big thing to say, isn't it? It's not just, you know, me saying this on the radio. It's Mike Giardi saying there's status quo is not the status quo anymore. 48 hours after that Vegas game, conversations about the play calling, play design, personnel, and they haven't shown that they're married to Mac Jones. Wow. That's pretty big news. So a couple questions, okay? Why why is it taking till <laughs> right after this Raiders game week 15 after a devastating loss for those conversations to happen? They haven't been situated at quarterback or really on offense since Tom Brady left. It's true. Why are we having those conversations? What was the quote? Where's that quote? Damn it. I lost it. Here it is. <laughs> it's, uh, this week hasn't been status quo. Why, why now is it not status quo? Why, the status has sucked. That's the status for the last however long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm confused. Why now? Now, obviously, it was a... a a monumental collapse in the way they right. lost that game, and that was something that we'll all remember. But, like, why now have those conversations? Why not? Are, the offense has has been clunky all year. 
I mean, they looked really bad against Arizona in a win. They've looked bad yep. many times. Why now have those conversations? Don't get that. They've had, I'd say, a handful, and maybe even that's a lot, and maybe two games on offense that you really feel good about, the Baltimore game, even though you threw all those picks, and the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. Right, I mean, there's games that Ramondre Stevenson has looked good, and he's uh, he's played well, and that's fine. But like the off- the whole offense, the passing offense, Mac Jones, the quarterback, and the wide receivers and tight ends has really been dreadful most of the year. Go look it up, and I, I, I looked it up. You know, I only have so many stats at my disposal or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, it appears when was the last time the Patriots won a game when the opposing quarterback played well in that game? I'm not saying they haven't beaten good quarterbacks. I'm not saying they haven't beaten good teams, but when the opposing quarterback played well. And you could still find a way to win the game. That doesn't happen. No. I think the last time I calculated, I could be wrong, it looked like Davis Mills, week two of rookie season Mac Jones, had like a night hit, three touchdown passes, no picks, something like he played okay. No. And the Patriots still won that game. They don't win those games anymore. Unless the opposing quarterback is shut down, they don't win the game. That's something that needs to change. And just one more thing on the Patricia uh, Zappi stuff. I My question would be, or I guess the benefit to going to Zappi to me, is maybe he doesn't have Matt Patricia a mental block mm-hmm. against Bailey Zappi. In the game against the Raiders, they were under center. I think it was Dan Orlovsky had this stat. They were under center 23 times with Mac Jones. They ran it 22 times. I would love to know if, if Bailey Zappi was in there, would that number have been the same? I don't know why they're doing that, but it feels like there might be some kind of mental block there. Why is Kendrick Bourne not played this year? Is it a mental block? I mean... Would he say something? No, he had a, like, he had a wardrobe malfunction in the preseason that what it or whatever is? it was. Okay, so it was an equipment violation, I, don't know. I think. Yeah. I have no explanation, but it does feel like there's a chance Matt Patricia has some sort of mental block over Mac Jones and his ability to either throw the ball down the field or whatever, and maybe he doesn't have it with Bailey Zappi. So I'd be interested to see how that would go, I guess. Yeah, I would but be I still too. think Mac Jones is better than Bailey Zappi. I do. I think he's better than him, too, but I don't know if he's better to run this offense. Do we have the rest of that cut, uh, the rest of Mike Giardi? Because he basically spells it out for you at the end. I mean, if he was if he was dropping some breadcrumbs in the beginning, listen to how he finishes his thought. How many times do we hear Cam Newton was the quarterback? Right. Cam Newton was god-awful on a number of occasions, and he was asked the question repeatedly. And he's like, how many times are you going to do this? He's the quarterback. Like, he, he put it to bed over and over again because we kept asking because we couldn't believe – that Jared Stidham couldn't at least get a chance to play. And then Bill turns around Mac, and, you know, maybe it's coincidence about the explosion on the sidelines and then that was directed at Bill. And then when he came over to the sidelines, sort of being unable to calm down as they're all trying to talk to him. And, by the way, again, three voices, Judge, Patricia, Belichick, let's screw the kid up even more. <laughs> Who am I listening to? Right. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, like, if look, if, they're, if Mac's as bad as he was and – uh, in Vegas, and again, I think I sort of detailed there were some receiver issues again, as mm-hmm. usual, spacing issues. But uh, if that's that again, and you're still on a close game, they got to win the game. So I, I, I would suspect that Zappy is, you know, if that if that's the case, we got to win the game, and he's not getting it done. Then go to Zappy and see what happens. Thank you, thank you, Mike Giardi. And I'm really annoyed by everyone who gets in my face about Bailey Zappi still being on the Bailey Zappi train like I'm some idiot. Like, like that's the dumbest thing they've ever heard. I see that after these games. After Mac Jones goes 13 of 31 for 112 yards, no touchdowns, and Zappi starts trending and people say, oh, I'm so embarrassed. These Patriots fans, I'm so embarrassed that Zappi's trending. So why would you be embarrassed? You should be embarrassed by how Mac played. You want to put in Zappi with the playoffs on the line. they got to win three games against three good teams. You want to put him in right now? 
Yeah. I mean, I would. I would. I put him in today. The problem is this isn't working. It's not working. This but isn't, and I you have. I feel like you have to try something else. There, if you do that, though, there are implications beyond just those games. I understand that, and that would also damage the relationship beyond repair. And I think. I, I don't the know. Belichick back things over if you bench him again. I, I do. I, I acknowledge that, it, but I and I don't know if trying to make the playoffs this year is worth doing that. So maybe if I made retract the statement because if it's about the future of Mac Jones or this season this year, if we're just talking about this season this year, yes, I'd put in Bailey Zappi. If we're talking about the fortunes of the team beyond that, then yeah, I think you need to do some work here with Mac Jones, and I think benching him would essentially give him the Zach Wilson treatment. What are they saying about Zach Wilson in New York right now? He's done. Yeah, he's you done. bench Mac Jones, what are they going to say about him? He's done. That's what they'll say. That's what I'll probably say. I mean, he'd definitely be done this year, right? Like, why Why oh, would definitely. you stick with him this year? That'd be a mess. And I, I guess I'm just going to come out and say it. I, I'm dancing around it. Why not just say it? I think that there is something at play here where Matt Patricia, for whatever reason, doesn't call the same game or doesn't feel the same way about Mac Jones as he did when Bailey Zappi was in there. I can't explain it, but it just feels like for whatever reason, he feels like he has to either baby Mac. I mean, how else do you explain all these? I think he's trying to baby Zappi. I think he runs a simpler offense for Zappi. And then with Mac, it's all these, you know, fancy screens and stuff. Fancy screens. But why haven't they tried to throw the ball down the seam more to uh, Hunter Henry like we saw in Arizona? I don't feel like they're making that attempt often. Have they been, have they I feel like they do went it? down the field against Vegas and it didn't work. Okay, because Mac was missing his throws, or there were drops, or whatever. It was a lot of different Fine. things, but they did. He did try to go down the field in that game, in that Vegas game. It just was a nightmare uh, to watch. Uh, Paul is on the Cape. He's tired of Bill Belichick. Hi, Paul. Hey, hey, you know this guy Belichick. We all know it's not a secret. He's an arrogant jerk, and and you know that's been fine for twenty some years because he's winning. But this, if he's going to continue to be an arrogant jerk and not win, it's time for it's time for a change. I mean, he treats people like garbage and doesn't give anybody any answers, and he, and he arrogantly just makes moves. This thing with Patricia is another just arrogant move. It's failing right in front of him and everybody else. He just sticks to his guns on it because he's just arrogant. And it, that act is really, really crappy when you're losing. Yeah, it, uh, it certainly is, Paul. Thanks for the call. And that's a reason why the Bill Belichick coaching tree is such a mess and why it sucks so bad. It's because these guys go to these bad teams that just fired their coaches. They act like Bill Belichick. The team still sucks, and they get fired like in two years. Like That's what usually happens with these guys, with a few exceptions. And I'm not counting uh, Vrabel because he's not on the coaching tree. He didn't coach under Bill. He played for him, so that doesn't count. But like the O'Briens and the Manginis and the you know McDaniels, when he, whenever he leaves the nest, like all these guys. They always run into the same problems uh, with a couple of exceptions. They always try and be this, you know, badass guy who, you know, doesn't take any crap from his players or the media or anybody else and, you know, carries himself that way. And uh, it really only works when you're winning for 20 years and uh, have the greatest player of all time also on your team. That also helps. That helps. But when you're not, you're not. And you're not him and you're not anything. You just, you're just you're out on your ass. See, you got to remember, it's it's when he made the decision and one of the most epic decisions in the history of coaching in any sport, when he went with... Is it the chair again? Freaking chair. I'm enjoying this. Like Mad Dog. What's yeah. the matter with the chair? There's two more in there. I've seen that. I'll switch in the commercial. I will. Um, when he <laughs> went with Brady over Bledsoe, okay, because that's what everybody goes back to. In Bill, we trust. This mm-hmm. is the. That was a different time in his coaching life. Right. You know, you could argue that he was Josh McDaniels. You know, he had the mildly successful run in Cleveland, was 5-11 and his first year here, and was arguably, arguably, coaching for his life, you know, that season. They were 0-2, 
to start, and then Brady came in. And you, because as a coach still trying to prove himself, he made decisions that I don't know he'd make now. He was doing anything he could to make it, to prove himself. Mm -hmm. Now, as the GOAT, he doesn't think the same way. So that Bill Belichick that you're sort of thinking about isn't the same Bill Belichick as 20 years ago or whenever he made the the decision like that. So you got to remember, it's a different time. People know that. He's 71 years old or whatever he is. That factors in. It's just not the same guy making the same type of decisions. He's got a different motivation now. Yeah, uh, he does, and it's legacy preserving. I understand like the reasons for for some of these things. I can win without Tom Brady. I'm I'm not just you know a guy who had a good player. I'm the I'm the greatest of all time. You know that's a legacy you want to preserve. But sometimes you can go too far. You can just go too far trying to show that it was all me and it was my system and anyone can run it. I can have any quarterback and any offensive coordinator, and it's all good because I'm Bill Belichick. I mean, you're seeing over the last three years that that's uh, not the case. Just another thing on Bailey Zappi. This is Nick Wright from First Things First, the show that comes on before Skip and Shannon, I think. Um, listen to what he had to say about uh, Belichick, one of the biggest mistakes that he may have made. Listen to this. I think that's an answer. What do you think it is? I mean, that means they're going to Zappi, no, right? they're not. They're trying to win. Ah, come on. They, the, the, Belichick hasn't made many mistakes in his career, mm. but not going with what I think his gut was, which is sticking with Zappi, was one of them. Since they've gone back to Mac Jones, they've won four games. Let's talk about how they've done it. They beat the Jets when Zach Wilson imploded, and they scored one offensive touchdown in that game. He didn't implode. They, the Patriots' defense. Okay, that's fine. The Patriots' defense made him implode. Okay. That's fine. They scored one offensive touchdown. Mac Jones threw a pick six that got called back. They beat the Colts 26-3, to scored one offensive touchdown. All right, touchdown, we remember how the season went. Yeah, we don't is have to Jason Tatum a superstar yet or not? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, right. Is Brady falling off the cliff yet? Yeah. Another, well, no, that wasn't him. No, Who was that Cal- who said Max that? Kellerman. Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman. How did I mix those guys up? Yeah, Max Kellerman and Mike Wright. I guess. I suppose, yeah. You know Max Kellerman was a rapper? Do you know that? Like like music? Like a rapper, yeah. He like rapped. Him and his brother like had like a they were a rap duo. I'm not kidding. Can we get away from the Christmas music and try to come back with the Max, Max Kellerman, Kellerman rap? Let's see yeah. if we can find it. Sure. It's gonna be on SoundCloud somewhere. Oh, you you can find it on YouTube, I think. I've heard it before. It's not bad. And I know I said that about the January sixth rapper yesterday. Bugsy the Don. Bugsy the Don. You know about Bugsy the Don down there? Yeah. Yeah. No. no you don't. No. Bugsy the Don is you'll, a rapper. You'll know about him soon. Once he gets was, out of jail. Uh, once he gets out of jail, he I was at you these references you're throwing at me. Oh, well, this guy was at the Capitol on January sixth, okay. okay. <laughs> and that's why he was in the news yesterday because wow. <laughs> he took a picture sitting on top of a police car lighting a blunt during the uh, January sixth riot. Talk about marketing though. His album was called The Capitol. It was that's called The Capitol. That's why it was in front of the Capitol. I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be like a bunch of MAGA songs. <laughs> like I thought it was going to be a guy rapping about stopping the steal and stuff. But it was just like a regular rap album. You know what I mean? Like so that was kind of a letdown. Um, but anyway. We were talking about him, um, and uh, I forget how he even got off on that. Anyway, yeah, Max Kellerman. Max rapped. He was a rapper back in the day. Noted. Um, so there you go. Uh, Nick Wright, Belichick's made many mistakes in his career, but uh, sticking with Zappi, not sticking with Zappi, is one of the biggest ones. So you were going to go away from Mac Jones after a Pro Bowl rookie season and then three games into the next season because Bailey Zappi beat the Browns and the Lions? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he was winning. Yeah, he was winning. So you stuck with Mac yeah, Jones and what's, and and what's he done? All right, but you've stuck with Mac Jones and what's he done? He's beaten teams like the Browns He's and the Lions. He's beaten teams? Well, they've beaten teams. They've won games. He has two you more touchdowns. Zappi looked good. Yes, he has two more touchdowns than Zappi in half the games. Yeah. Or two, two times the game. Again, I, I, you'd still... Zappi has five touchdown passes. Mac has seven. 
Zappy played in four games. Like, come on. I, I guess I don't think it's a crazy take. Like, I really don't. I don't think it's crazy to think that at the very least he could run the offense a little bit better. I don't think Mike White's more talented than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's probably got a better arm and is a better athlete. But you watch him play and you're like, this guy sucks. And but Mac again, doesn't suck that badly, but he's not running the offense right now. But again, Matt, we see we we saw Mac Jones run the offense. We've never seen Zach Wilson have success. Mac sure. Jones had success. So I keep going back to that. Did you want to end the momentum that you had with Mac Jones? That was and, and look, it really was before the bye week last year where all right. of the hay was made. After the bye, so it, it does go back into last year where it started to kind of go in the wrong direction. So I get that. I just was not ready to commit to Zappy after three games, irregardless of what Mac Jones did to start the season after his rookie year where he did go to the Pro Bowl. I had to give him more time because there would have been implications beyond just making that move and having it be on the field. That's why I didn't agree with Andy Hart at the end of the last show or whatever. He was talking about some right. boat, the boat guy. There, If you're yelling at the boat guy, I forget what he was saying, but it was an, <laughs> he made some analogy where he in that moment, yes, it makes sense, but there's other factors. For example, the culture of the team. You know, if, you, if you're yelling the at the— same culture as Bailey Zappi had, isn't it? I know, but you're, Mac Jones had established a culture. He was working out with guys in the offseason. That's he true. was developing himself into the leader. Like, when you change that— <laughs> It's really paid off a lot. Well, I mean, what would have <laughs> happened if, if Zappi flamed out? Then you're back to nothing. Well, and then you go back to Mac. Or oh, you boy. put uh, Brian what, Hoyer in there. What something. does that say know. to the rest of the team about the guy that is their leader? You didn't even have enough confidence to stay with him. You went away, and you go back to him, he's screwed. You know what? You bring up an interesting point there, because the locker room still does seem to be pretty much behind Mac. For the most part. Trent Brown liked to tweet about yeah. uh, Mac not having a good game, and I think Kendrick Bourne liked to tweet or something on Instagram about Mac getting pile-driven by uh, Chandler Jones on that last play, <laughs> which I think he unliked it, uh, is what I heard last. I think I heard the guys talking about it in the midday show, and I checked on it myself. I think he unliked it. But uh, either way, you know, Mac Jones did have a lot of goodwill with this team, I think, this year. That eventually has got to come apart. You know, these guys, they did get paid, but they still have, you know, I'm sure escalators in their contracts about making the Pro Bowl or having so many yards or so many touchdowns. And none of them are going to be even close to any of those things. And I just sort of think about that and it's like, well, all right, if if these guys are if these guys are now suddenly not showing the same kind of uh, confidence in Mac that they've had all year, we're at week 15 and he just had his worst game maybe of his career against a really bad defense in a climate controlled environment. Like I, if I'm one of those offensive players, I'm at the end of my rope with Mac Jones right now. I, I don't blame them. Um, I, I, you know, the only thing I would say is some of those guys, it's not like they're this high, high end type of True. wide receiver. So I don't know if I can just say, Hey, you better really do what you can to live up to their standard that they're setting. Um, no, it's an interesting thing. I just, I still lean towards it being more about the coaching than Mac Jones. And if that's the case, I'm uncomfortable bailing on Jones. All right, 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. Let's go to the phones and talk to Joy, who is in the car, I'm sure, uh, driving around doing her Christmas shopping. What's up, Joy? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, Joy. Um, I, I have a question. I've thought about things for all, and I don't, like, if you could pick a quarterback, you'd be like, oh, they're good at this, that, and the other. What does Mac Jones do well? Does anyone have an answer? Uh, tell his coach to F off. He's very good at that, as uh, Julian Edelman pointed I, out. Yeah, he's been know, practicing that's a, that. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's, that's, so that's, that's a disapp- that's I a re- depressing question from Joy because coming into the year and even earlier in the year, I would have said he's a grown up, and I would have said that he at least understands what it takes to prepare and to create a culture for the Patriots. 
It's just about now performing and elevating his play on the field. I I think he's accurate. Would you say he's an accurate passer? Yes. Okay. Although That's not important. against Vegas. No, he wasn't against okay. Vegas. He was bad in that game. You're right. But, but also, it's hard not to be accurate when you're throwing screens and you know crossing routes all the time. If you're not going, if you're not taking any chances down the field. I, I still uh, think he's know. an accurate passer. Like yeah, I would, he started trying to go down the field in that game, and that's you know I think part of why his uh, why his numbers were down, why his accuracy wasn't as good, and uh, you know you can have a bunch of games where you don't throw any touchdowns and you don't turn it over, and you throw a bunch of screen passes and your numbers look okay, but you can't win that way. Like you can't win championships that way. No one's won a championship that way ever. No, uh, you know, like just not in the Super Bowl era. I don't think six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Eddie is in Maine. My favorite state. Hi, hey, Eddie. How, how you doing? doing? Hey, uh, first of all, I just want to say, Arcand, I'm here to happy uh, here to happy to hear you on the radio. Thanks, Sorry, Eddie. I was just changing the dial, and I heard your voice and uh, stuck around. So I'm um, um, easy to find but, now, Eddie. You hear me here all the time now. Yeah. So um, I just want to say I completely agree with what you're saying about Bailey Zappi, and I have a quick uh, theory on why he isn't playing, which is that Mac Jones was drafted with the whole new process of drafting and there was that whole theory about him being craft decision. Right. So I think they're sticking with him because sticking with Mac Jones, because they want that to succeed. They don't want to prove, prove themselves that they're failing. Whereas Bailey Zappi was more Belichick's pick and him and Patricia, he can use that to prove that his offense is working, but they're afraid to do that. So why are the jets able to move on from Zach Wilson or bench him, but we can't go to Mac Jones. It's because because of last year. is kind of hearing it from the crafts and everyone else about that whole process of drafting. You and know, my- Eddie, it, it could be that too. Thanks for the call, Eddie, and uh, happy holidays to you. It could be that too, but I also think it's last year. Bingo. The Jets can move on from Zach Wilson because there's nothing to hang your hat on. There's no foundation of any reason to keep him as the starter. He's just been so bad. Uh, Mac Jones has an entire season where he was a serviceable quarterback. An entire season of it. It's just you you drafted him 15. He showed some promise. He made the Pro Bowl. You went to the playoffs. Okay? I You know, you can think of what you, the Pro Bowl the way you want to. That's <laughs> he a, made the he Pro made the Pro Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> he was just, whatever. But I'm just saying he that is a, that's something that you'd be giving up on. And all that momentum he created, which isn't nothing, would be giving up on. You'd be giving up on that. So if you're prepared to do that, then go ahead and put in Zappi. I don't think you're wrong when you're saying he could run this offense better. But shame on them for blowing it with Mac Jones, who at one point was running the offense well. So if you want to go to, I think if you go to Zappy, it is over for Mac Jones. If you're comfortable saying it's over for Mac Jones, then let's go. But you gave up a lot of momentum that you, that you had built up, and that's not easy to do, especially with a rookie quarterback. That's true. All right, 617-779-7937 is the phone number. we got open phone lines for you here on the eve of Christmas Eve. When we come back, we'll uh, be talking about Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. And who's going to be here longer? And uh, who do you think should be here longer? We'll do that next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela. The mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get 
customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. New York's a state, my city's in. A man who I hate, I pity him like a branch to in. Got skills, got stamina. Got hands of stone like the champ from Panama. Body drop for body shots, cause I could box. No need for clocks or karate chops. So if you want to... Sports Radio WEEI, it's Arkin, it's Mark Dondero here. We're taking you up until 6 o'clock tonight. Then I think it's your buddy uh, coming up at 6, KJ, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, my KJ man. at 6. All right. From the Dondero and KJ show. Is the yep. KJ and Dondero show. KJ I used to Dondero listen to you guys show, yeah. on my way into doing uh, the Sunday service. Appreciate that. At my old job. Uh, big fan of you guys. So uh, you uh, asked this in our group text today. Who's going to be around longer? Mac Jones or Bill Belichick? Explain uh, what you mean by that question. Like Bill getting fired, Mac Jones getting traded. What do you mean when you say who's going to be here longer? Well, I guess what I wanted to say in that text or in that exchange was if you had to commit to one or the other for mm-hmm. the next five years, who would you commit to? And I would commit to Mac Jones. I would commit to Mac Jones. And if the change happened... It's hard to commit to a 71-year-old. You know, like no, it is. A, that's the factor. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, listen, I love Bill Belichick. I love him. But if the change happened... I know we all have a list, a short list of coaches that if they came in and were the coach of the Patriots tomorrow, you'd be excited. You don't want to... Maybe some of the fans out there, they don't want to admit it, but you'd be excited. Okay? I, I just think, based on some of the actions that haven't really felt like they were in the best interest of the football team, and some of the unknown that I still think exists with Mac Jones, I'd be willing to take my chances with Mac Jones for another five years. Look, the odds are just against Bill Belichick. He had the 20-year run of greatness, glory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be able to get back to that level, especially with you know how, how his age and stuff. I, it's hard to envision. I, I think Mac Jones, not that I'm the highest of highs on Mac, I just that's what I would do. I hate having that conversation, but that's what I do. What about neither? Well, yeah. Is that an option? That wasn't the Can option. we move on that, from that both? Was, that wasn't the option. Well, if could I make that an option? Because yeah, I think that, that if, if we're going to start over, if you're really going to start fresh um, and move on from Bill Belichick, and not just Bill Belichick, but his guys, you yeah. know, his kids, his lackeys who make up most of the coaching staff, if you're going to completely blow out that entire coaching staff, I would like to see Mac Jones with a different one. I agree with you there. But I'm also sort of falling out of favor with, you know, I just sort of feel like Max just been, he's been so petulant. Correct. You know, like, I understand being frustrated. I understand yelling at the coach. I understand having passion for the game and all those other things that he's been saying here. But at some point, it just stops being passionate. It stops being acceptable. You know, eventually it's like, all right, well, can you please go out there and make a throw? Like, can you please go out there and show us what you can do and why you feel like you're being treated so unfairly? And he has been treated unfairly this year. I don't disagree with that either. I think that Mac Jones has a lot of things to be frustrated about and a lot of valid reasons to be frustrated and pissed this year. That's fine. But at some point, you got to rise above it. And he hasn't really come close to that. You know, like that's the problem I have. Do you know what it reminds? If we're talking about some of the demonstrative outs- outbursts, you know what it reminds me of. I, I'm just thinking about this. Do you remember Rex Ryan when he got on with the Jets, 2009, 2010, and he would say some stuff and he would beat his chest and all the bravado, and I'm not going to kiss Belichick's rings and yeah, then he beat him. <laughs> he did beat him. But I'm saying what he was doing in those in those moments. Okay, it sounded great in the moment, and it. You know, you you kind of the fans kind of wanted to hear it, and he, he stuck it out, and he was like, "I'm not going to take anything." 
But what he was actually doing was closing his own window. Mm. And if it worked out, hey, great. You backed it up. You talked the talk. You backed it up. But it was going to be really hard to back up. And I, I feel like there's a little bit of that at play with Mac Jones. Like, in the moment, it's been so bad and ugly. Yeah, I kind of want to see him MF people and say, shut the F up. And I, come on, Patricia, and the quick game sucks. But you're showing yourself in a way that, I don't know, it's very emotional. It's not even keeled. A little bit, I'm not going to say whiny, but it's an emotional outburst. And if it doesn't work out, and if you can't back it up, all of a sudden that gets weaponized and, and is a negative. It becomes a negative against yeah. you. So not only can you not back it up, you're not performing. You got all this whining on the field and you're yeah. doing all this stuff, and it's a, it's a negative. Whereas if you just stay cool, you buy yourself a little bit more time. So it's in the moment. Like it's Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow. Right. You know, Joe Burrow, he's not MFing anybody. He's not no, freaking he out at anybody. Even when the offensive line thing. was awful. So I, I he also has three receivers that are all better than the best receiver on the Patriots. Correct. So there's that, too. But Correct. Yeah. If they, <laughs> and if a real he, coach. If he could back it up, then it's, you know, I will salute the hell out of him. Because then it was really, well, Patricia was awful and Jones knew it. And Jones knew he was capable of so much more. And now he's showing it. And he MF'd him on the sideline. He earned it. He, he should have. Mm. But if he can't back it up, now you got poor play in addition to kind of being a pain in the ass to the coaches or whatever, and showing up the coaches publicly, and that's a bad situation for Mac. Yeah, let's go to the phones here. Marty's on the South Shore, and he has a thought on Mac Jones. Go ahead, Marty. Yo. Marty! What's up, y'all? It's your kids, What's Marty! What's up, man, Marty? What's up, guys? Can, Can you get that reference? Hold on, down there, did you get that reference? Marty, it's your kids, Marty? <laughs> is that the, uh, is that... Back to the future. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. I didn't see that one. Oh, oh different Marty. Yeah. Anyway, listen, guys. I'm just the the whole Mac Jones things. I'm just sick of people calling him a uh, a pro bowler. I'm not out on Mac. I'm I'm certainly not up on Mac right now. But he he wasn't a pro bowler. He played in the Pro Bowl not because he was voted into the Pro Bowl, but because other people that were voted in the Pro Bowl right. were unable to make it. Right, Marty. You know what I mean? So I just I you can't that's why use I use the air quotes. That's why I use the air quotes when I said he was a Pro Bowler. But the fact is that even if three or four guys couldn't play in the Pro Bowl this year, Mac's not getting there. So you know what I mean? Like there's no. a difference. You have to be a serviceable quarterback to make a Pro Bowl in those settings, and he hasn't been one of those even this year. Yeah, no, I'm with you. He just, he just, uh, whether it's, whether it's, whether it's, I just don't think he has any confidence in the system. And uh, he, I think he's choosing to, to follow the narrative that the system is incompetent instead of just going all, all into it. I think Zappi was willing to buy into it. Yeah. Mac is, he's questioning everything. And because he's questioning everything when he's given directives like in the head, I think, you know, Mac might have been, or Matty T might have been trying to, you know, give him some like, this is the situation, you know, after giving him the play call when he got all pissed off and waved off the call a few weeks ago. I think he thinks he knows more than, than Matt. And I think that's bad for everybody. Yeah, but it's bad for everybody if it's true. <laughs> you know, it's bad for everybody if Mac the second year quarterback does know more than the offensive coordinator that is a bad thing that would be an interesting thing to find out obviously it'd be tough to unearth that but I'm just do you think it is more Mac Jones and less Matt Patricia no, I think it's more Matt Patricia because so you saw Mac Jones with a real OC. Um, 617-779-7937. That's your uh, phone number. we got callers on the line. Hang on. We'll get to you uh, right when we come back at the top of the hour. Uh, we'll also check in on the uh, Celtics and the Timberwolves, that game tonight. And we got a bunch more of uh, stuff from Mac Jones, uh, various uh, ex-players and uh, people who were on the air just yesterday uh, discussing some of his outbursts recently. We'll get to all of that with your phone calls right after this. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.